I've never really viewed sex with a prostitute as something in-depth. Sit your ass back down. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son Podcast. That's Uno Dos Tres Cuatro Cinco Cinco Seis. Fucking Pitbull. <laughs> no, that's a uh, Offspring. I'm pretty sure it's in a Pitbull song as well. I mean, I'm sure he counts to the, five, I but I don't know if he want does. Me. I know I want you. <laughs> I know you want me. I, I know, know I want you. Yeah, that shit. Uno Dos Tres Cuatro Cinco Cinco Seis. No, <laughs> no, it's not Pitbull. <laughs> I swear, Pitbull does that in that song. He doesn't say Quattro Damn. twice. That's that's hold, the offspring. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> give it to me, baby. <laughs> it's that song. Yeah, okay, but Pitbull, I know you want me. That's what I'm googling. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide, Dolly. Got your joke. He said, "This is the first Pitbull song we ever heard." Okay, close enough. That's fine. It's close enough. Yeah, it's all right. I got you to sing some Pitbull, so it, it worked out better than <laughs> I thought it would. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Worldwide, Mr. 305. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Do It Like I, the Roof's on Fire. Why is... <laughs> where did he come from? He can't be from Earth. <laughs> I don't know. Where, right? did he, where did he come from? Where did he go? He just... Shut up. <laughs> he just blew up on the scene out of nowhere with such a big cocky personality know, that right? fills the room. It's like, where? Where'd you come from? Also, yeah, where'd he go? He disappeared pretty much. I know. He like hibernates until New Year's <laughs> Eve and then shows up <laughs> yeah. somewhere. You know what? Guilty pleasure. I liked him some uh, pitbull. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Timber with Kesha was good. <laughs> Kesha. Um, the fire Fireball, that song was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and it'll never be on my playlist. No. But if I am some for some reason listening to the radio and it comes on, I'm probably not going to change the channel. I don't even know what channel that would come on anymore. One hundred six point one, maybe Kiss FM. Maybe yeah, Kiss FM is dog shit though. It's all just like Ed Sheeran and Shawn Mendes. And <laughs> when, when's the last time you've listened all that to it? Garbage. The yeah, last time I listened to it was that shit, and I, so I never listened again. I guarantee. You. I bet it's now like Dua Lipa and the Baby yeah, and shit, exactly. Which is and that <laughs> A B C D E F U and your mom and your sister and your dog and your broke ass song that you never known to stop. I guarantee that I gets mean, played every hour on the hour. I guess I'd rather listen to those songs than Ed Sheeran. I mean, I hate Ed Sheeran and Shawn no. Mendes is garbage as well. <laughs> but you're alienating the 13 year old girls I who listen to the show. Care. I don't care. I don't care. Like you like that Dua Lipa and the Baby song? I do. That's also 13 year old white girl music. Like, if you want to dance with the dance, it's coming at the perfect time. You can't tell me that you've never heard a song that sounds just like it and then multiply that by like 30 and that's every single fucking song ever. Well, there's a reason, man, because it's good, you know? And not to say that... Levitating's a good song. That she's not a good singer. It's just the kind of music. That kind of music is just... You can fucking turn any corner anywhere, go online for half a second, <laughs> and you'll hear 
songs that sound just like it. There there are 4,500 girls with the same exact voice who are putting stuff out today. And I don't disagree with that, they're but I like singers. a lot of it. Uh, yeah, they're good singers, but it's just not my... I can't do it. That's fair. That's fair. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are Father and Son Do who love watching movies than having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode number 155. Wow. 55. All right, I thought of something the other day about not dilly-dallying, but I can't remember what it was. I was like, I'm going to say this next time. But since I can't remember what it is... Stop horsing around. Let's not dilly-dally, because it's lobby time with Vince and Jack. Alright, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. Alright, so first of all, I went and picked up groceries today because, you know, we're bougie like that. We don't we don't shop on our own. Yeah. And you know, when they bring the cart out, they have to do a lot of bending over and stuff like that to to get the groceries. Like I used to do. Oh yeah, you did used to do it. But yeah. did you ever used to wear a thong? <laughs> Is that where this story's leading? It's where the story's <laughs> leading. I thought it was going to be some sort of like awkward encounter. I mean, I guess that's kind of an awkward encounter. It was a little awkward for me. <laughs> was it a good person to be wearing a thong? Like where you see the, the whale tail and you're like, oh. Well, I saw the whale tail. Well, yeah, but you weren't like, oh. I wasn't like, oh. I was like, yeah. So I'm just wondering if you're going to be doing a job like that. Well, number number one, I, I think there's some people that just don't understand how much of their skin or butt is, is showing. Because some people, I mean, we, we've said it before, like there's 10 inches of butt crack showing sometimes. It's like, dude, can you not feel that you need to pull your shirt down or your pants up? I'll get the phantom. Like, I'll, I, could yeah, be, me too. I could be sitting on my shirt. Yeah. And I'll feel a phantom breeze and check. Yeah, I don't ever want anybody to see my butt crack. I don't care if y'all see it. Well, yeah. do in the summer anyway. In the summer, yeah. Uh-huh. It's a tradition. But look, you know you're going to be bending and stooping, and you know it's going to show. And I'm guessing, is is that a comfortable thing to wear when you're going to be bending and stooping and doing so, work like that? So I, I think I've talked about this on here before. I have some coworkers I was talking to, and I don't know how the conversation happened. It was a long time ago. But we were talking about thongs, and that's when I learned that at least some people will casually wear a thong. Like, I always thought a thong was more of like a lingerie decision. Special occasion. Like, you're going to have a great night that night, uh -huh. or you're meeting up for a one-night stand, you wear a thong or something. Or don't want the panty line showing. I thought it was a showpiece. Yeah. Yeah, or if you're in, like, leggings, yoga pants, whatever, you wouldn't want the panty lines. I still feel like it's a showpiece. Prove me well, wrong. Provemugging at gmail.com. There's different kinds of thongs. That would, and I don't know which ones would be more showy than others, but uh, they were telling me, well, panties usually get in your butt crack anyway. And they're like, yeah, just have a thong on. You have no lines, and you also just in your butt crack anyway if you don't. I'm, I'm, a, I'm all about comfort. Well, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm, for sure. I'm not interested in anything that's not comfortable. And I would, <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't be comfortable in a thong, but I feel like as a dude, tight underwear is just not comfortable anyway, and there's no loose part about a thong. So I, I feel like it's just going to bunch your junk up real bad. I mean, there's like the men thongs or whatever, but 
<laughs> I don't want to have a mummified penis, you know? You know, uh, uh, the front of a thong for a man, you know, it, it may just uh, comfortably cup your stuff, you know, and keep it from like going that. down one side or another. You don't have to adjust. Maybe it just keeps it straight in the middle because there's nowhere else for it to go. I definitely want some breathing room, though. Would you ever try on a thong just for the hell of it? Yeah. Okay. For the hell of it, for sure. I would hope I wouldn't like it. I don't really want to. I would wear hope a thong. you wouldn't like it. That would. Because all you do. You <laughs> I just, wear my underwear around the house. You do. He's in underwear right now. Yeah. He, he, he comes home, he kicks off his shorts or his pants, and he's in underwear the rest of the time he's home. Yeah. He goes and out and gets the mail in it. He helps, helps bring in the groceries in it. Just does not give a fuck. Yeah. I stopped caring. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to tell you that the uh, the girl who loaded my groceries today had a thong on, and I just I'm, I just found it puzzling that that would be a undergarment choice for a job that you know it's going to show, and it can't possibly be comfortable. You've never tried one on the girls I've have have I not you you you've the, never the, asked the way you were talking earlier. You made it seem like you've never tried one on. Yeah, your your mother has one, and uh, and you tried it on. I'm not going to say that I didn't. <laughs> but but did are you gonna say you did? I'm not gonna say I did either. <laughs> okay, I know you didn't. Are you picturing me in it right now? Uh, no, not much to picture <laughs> anyway. Um, I have a Hank Hill ass. So. <laughs> yeah. So the only girls I've talked to about thongs, they say, well, it's, sometimes it's more comfortable than panties. They'll like ride in your ass anyway. Like I said before. So in a job where you're constantly on the move. I don't know. I feel like it has less potential to get in the way in a job where you're moving. You, you mentioned that that girls say, well, my underwear is going to get in my ass anyway. Okay, but it doesn't feel good, right? So having something in your ass they the probably entire just don't notice time? It. How can you not fucking notice that? You can probably get used to it. I if don't you know, man. Ask me. Like, have you ever had like a little pebble in your sock? Yeah. And Did you get used to that? No, no but it drives the, you fucking crazy the whole time until you get it out, or like a rock in your shoe or something. That's true. I don't know. I hate wedgies. I hate, hate, hate yeah, them. Yeah, they're because so they're terrible. I know I couldn't wear a thong. But they, they're not comfortable to anybody. I'm just going to put it out there. There's no way, in, unless women build up calluses over time, <laughs> right? Yeah. I just have <laughs> a real like nasty calloused up butt crack. Yeah, that is terrible. Yeah. I don't know, man. The thong is a mystery to me, and uh, I just came face to face with one today, so I just thought I'd bring it up on the show. Fair. Okay. I just—I I guess I just needed to process that. Uh, we should get them on the website. You know what? I'm not saying I will, but if you're interested in a movie mug and thong, but if there's demand, we'll think about it. Yeah, that would be funny. I'd have to have one. Yeah, uh, just to have one a fucking movie mug and thong. We need to just get one anyway and just hang it hang it on the door in the lobby or something. Oh, that'd be so awesome. Okay, consider it done. All right, next we haven't done one of these in a while, so what do you say we get into a little last jack? Uh, uh, uh. Boom. <laughs> boom! 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 That was your fart too. I know that was my fart. Yeah. I recognize it now. All right, so this question comes from our superfan, Eric, from California. Jack, if you could travel back in time to any major historical event, what would it be, and what would you want to learn actually happened? Hold up, I'm about to wish somebody a happy birthday. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I'm, just I'm so happening. fucking gassy. 
Any historical event? I'm taking ladies, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not a war. I don't want to have to deal with that. I'm I'm a young, able-bodied man. I don't want to have to deal with that at all. But said the 70s are cool, but there was a war going on. Yeah, so it's so it's an event, not necessarily a decade or a time period. It's it's something oh, that, that Watergate happened. is interesting. I'm really well. I'm you, pretty sure like everything's already all the beans are spilled, but I never listen in school. I want to know why was the president doing that? Doing what? I Nixon got fucked for it. Mm-hmm. Like what? What was? What is? I don't know anything about it. I believe he had some people spying on. Um, one of his uh, political rivals. Hmm. So that cannot be your no, fucking answer. Boring. I'd go back to Watergate, please, Jack. Or like maybe like Archduke Ferdinand or like the assassination of JFK. I'd like to see what led up to that shit. Once again, I probably would know about Archduke Ferdinand if I'd paid a lick of attention in school. Again, not. But it's interesting as someone gets fucking killed. Sure, sure. Okay, well then uh, it would be cool to like see like the whoever killed JFK. Is that is it Oswald or is it Booth? Booth killed Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Okay. Lee Harvey Oswald. Why do you just want to go back where people are getting fucked or killed? Cuz history is boring. That's why. What what would you choose? I don't know. You I'd could... go back to the day they made Schlitterbond just so I could see it happen. You kind of turned into Hank Hill there for a minute. I, I, no. I, I mean, look, the, what is there in history? How, how like? about the moon landing or or how about I don't want to see that. It's fake anyway. I mean, there's a lot of cool historical stuff. <laughs> Thank what, what, you. what about the first orgy that ever happened? I didn't think of that one because when I think of historic, I think of... That's pretty fucking historic. Historic. Hey, let's all get together and have sex in a big room. Because in my head, historic goes with social studies class, which goes with presidential shit. My brain doesn't th- can't, like can't think of anything else. I think my final answer, though, would be... The Roaring Twenties, because, I mean, that's just like right before the worst like time period for America. Well, okay, not the worst time period for America ever, but fucking Great Depression sounds like ass, Dust Bowl, no thanks. But it would have been, I guess I wouldn't want to go here in the 20s. I'd probably want to go like New York or somewhere cooler, but, and there's fucking drugs and alcohol they're partying there's jazz things are getting a little risque and it just i think it'd be fun yeah was it back then that your your doctors prescribed cocaine yeah and (laughs) that's when coke actually had coke in it Mm -hmm. and it's like awesome cool i think life expectancy was a little rough back then. cigarettes are (laughs) wow they're healthy awesome well dude doctors were uh recommending different kinds of brands of cigarettes as late as i think the fucking 60s and 70s yeah, but the '60s aren't as cool. '70s are, are they not? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I guess I don't know much about the '60s. I really just know more about the '70s, and the '70s are cool. So it's hippie culture. So the '20s because there was partying and drugs and alcohol, but jazz too, just to go see like big band shit and all that. No, dude, big big band was the '40s. Well, then, like like Glenn Miller, well, then, well, I, maybe I have misconceptions, and I haven't been fucking taught everything about every decade. That I think Roaring Twenties, it's called the fucking Roaring Twenties. Everyone knows that. Why? I don't know. 
but they made it sound like it was an awesome time to be alive in school, so I'll fucking take the Roaring Twenties. Thank you very much. And all the ladies look like Marilyn Monroe. No, dude, you're in the wrong decade. <laughs> Man, I think you need to go back and look at some picture books of the decades. I think I'm fine on that. Okay, the Roaring Twenties, huh? And they always made it sound great in school. Did they? How did they make that sound great in school? I swear, in eighth, I think it was eighth grade. Maybe I don't know when you are. You on drugs now? No, I'm not. I'm on prescription drugs, I guess. Because I think you would have to be on drugs to say I would go back to the Roaring Twenties because they were fucking kick ass. Why they call it Roaring for a reason? I don't know that reason specifically, but it sounds good. You'd be bored as fuck every day in the 20s. That's why I would just get high off my ass until I... So you really think that I, I, drugs were that liberal back then when you could just... They were like everywhere and you could do them all the time every day? And in this before prohibition and everything where they actually knew about anything or I mean, cared I, you about know what? anything? They may have outlawed alcohol in the 20s. I don't know. Maybe people were roaring because they were pissed off about it. <sighs> okay, where would you suggest I go? This isn't Ask Jack, so I no. guess you can't answer. Yeah. But I mean, I, it's not like I fucking had fucking I, time to research for an Ask well, Jack I know, question. But I just I, fucking... I gave you a good one earlier just to go back to when the first orgy was. You could have had no, fun I with that, but you decided wanna, to fucking go back do to you the be in an roaring orgy? 20s. Do you want to be in an orgy? Is it, Does it sound like a fun time? Are there other dudes there? Of, it's an orgy, <laughs> yes. It's not just like you get to have like... The male fantasy of you and like twelve women. Can there just be one other dude there, and he's way across the no. room, and there's just a bunch <laughs> of women in between us? And do you do you think that room smells like perfume and butterflies? It probably smells like ass. I mean, at the and beginning it'll smell that, good, and I'm going to be done pretty people quick. People in the corner peeing in each other's mouths and stuff. Okay, well, they can like that is disgusting. I am. I am. What? I'm good on an orgy. I don't. I never want to be in an orgy. If I ever wanted to be in an orgy, it was probably in like fifth grade when I learned when, what sex was and was like, wow, awesome. Well, this conversation is much better than you going back to the 20s already. Oh, maybe I bet orgies weren't invented in the 20s. Sure they were. No, I'm kidding. Orgies they, went back to like the Roman I bet the cavemen times. had fucking orgies where they just all fucked each other. You always saw cavemen, like in the cartoons, they, they carried a club and just beat the women over the head and dragged them away by the hair, so. What cartoons? You've never seen that? I mean, I've seen, like, the, the one in Scooby-Doo. I don't think that happened in the Flintstones. <laughs> Dude, that was that was a thing, that, that cavemen hit cavemen the women on the head with a, with a big club and then dragged them off. Because there was a joke, why do cavemen hit women on the head and then drag them by their hair? Because if they dragged them by their feet, they'd fill up with mud. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, that that was <laughs> a joke. Was back <laughs> that was a joke I heard when I was a kid because it was it was known that that cavemen decided which women I, they wanted and I've then they never would heard beat them on the fact. head with a big fucking club. I mean, that's it's all speculation. No one actually knows. Archaeologists know. <laughs> How? What did they dig up that let them know that? Krakatoa. <laughs> that's a fucking mountain or volcano, whatever. Yep. They dug up. That's Krakatoa. How they, yeah, yeah. Because remember Krakatoa? <laughs> saying the word that sounds cool. Wasn't it Krakatoa that, that turned people like to stone? Like that you can go back and see their bodies? Pompeii? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> I don't think Krakatoa <laughs> is the name of a mountain in like Greece or wherever the okay, fuck Pompeii so, so was. So Pompeii, I think they they've saw like uh, a caveman with a club in his hand 
dragging a, a woman a cave in the woman. city of Pompeii. Yep. <laughs> How close do you think fucking the era of cavemen Dude, were? They were frozen in oh, ice. I, I'd go to like Greece or no, I, what's the oh, Corinth? I'm going to Corinth. That sounds good. Okay, please explain. Drugs and sex is so evil, <laughs> God had to destroy it. That wasn't Corinth. Yeah. That was Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, I'd go to wherever. Because I, I, I would think go there. There was a story where um, some some angels came into the city and... They uh, snooped on the wrong people. Well, like a, a family took them in, and all the people knew that they went in there, and all the men went there and basically banged on the door and said, hey, send out these men so we can butt fuck them. <laughs> and the dude was like, no, but I'll send out my daughters. Yeah, it was fucked up. I think that was Sodom and Gomorrah. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I mean, it could I, be I've heard those cities, I don't know. too. I, I don't know either, but Go I just... open your Bible, Jack. I remember the, the cool stories I learned uh, back in the day. Like, the if you look back, I will turn you to salt or ash yeah. or whatever. And that dumb bitch looked back. Right. And that was whenever they were, like, leaving that city. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd go to one of those places. That's probably better than the Roaring Twenties, whatever. Just a hedonistic, just fucking everything goes type place. Yeah, the, I I wouldn't want to go I, back in biblical times, that'd be so boring. Yeah. I I would definitely it would be like Greece. Like I think it was Greece where it was like they had so much money. There's like the those like public pool rooms, tons of like immoral shit going on and they're wearing like the shit from Animal House. Yeah, whatever. but there was no penicillin back there. So, I don't What was penicillin cure? Venereal diseases and um, all, all sorts I of diseases. It was for strep. It's for lots of different things. And you're you're allergic. I am, so I would not do well <laughs> back then. I'm yeah, I mean, you wash off in like the that community washroom, you know. That's what you need the fucking penicillin for, man. And <laughs> I just give it to everybody else. Gosh, you know how many bodily fluids would be floating around in that thing? There's no chlorine in there. There's no filtering type system. But it was clear in all the, the movies. Fucking same jizz float by you twenty times while you're in there. It would also be cool to go to Egypt. Okay. I'm going to need a final answer here eventually. I don't. I'm, I, don't I guess I don't have a final answer because yeah. I was. I'm too scared to make a final answer now. Yeah. But like Egypt, I'd want to be royalty, obviously, or else I'd be dead and pretty quickly. You want to wear one of those King Tut hats? Yeah. Okay. And like be fed grapes and shit, and there's lions, and like people are like, have like those big, like, I guess like palm leaves, uh -huh. palm fronds. Okay. And those just. They're fanning you They're and feeding you grapes. Me, yeah, and feeding me grapes. Yeah. And then I have like a snake pit. Fuck yeah. I mean, those are all things you could do today, except you could uh, sit inside under a ceiling fan. But and, I can't and eat look grapes. out the window and see the fucking pyramids and sphinx and shit and the Nile with water in it. Yeah, you get bored Is it still shit. dried up? I the get Nile? bored the after Nile's a while. not dried. It dried at some point, right? I don't think so. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'd be so powerful. <laughs> some dude banged my wife. I throw him in the, the Nile River with the crocodiles. I don't think he said that you could go back and be whoever you want. I think he just said go back to this is an ask Jack historical. Well, yeah, that's true. You get what you get. Here. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do whatever I want. All right. So, I, the, I, so it's to find out what actually happened. I was a beast. That's what actually happened. I went back, slayed my enemies <laughs> and Vag, and got fed grapes. You slayed your Vag. I did immoral. <laughs> I did immoral things. And I had fun, then I came back to the real world and was bored. All right, so we went from... 
it, it wouldn't have been um, that chaotic if you didn't ruin everything. We went from the assassination of JFK to <laughs> I want to go back to Watergate to <laughs> I, the assassination I of the Archduke I, Ferdinand. I don't to want to go back to any of those things. The Roaring Twenties, which he really thought were the Forties. I thought the Twenties were supposedly like the best, most awesome, fun time. To Sodom and Gomorrah, to Corinth, and then finally Egypt. Well, and Greece. And Greece. Greece is where I 100%. I guess Greece is my final answer. Okay, Greece, you're going to wear a toga, and you're going to sit around in, in pools full of jizz. Yeah. Okay. All right, and that was S. Jack. Uh, uh, uh. Boom. All right, you got anything else? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's movie. Okay, so... Uh, today's movie came out in 2017. It's rated R, of course. Um, the runtime of two hours and two minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 89%, and the audience gave it an 85%. Uh, IMDb gave this 7.5 out of 10 stars. Um, the Mormon mothers tell us that there is some buttocks shown. All right. And that there is bloody violence throughout. Shocker, man. Uh, this movie is called... John Wick Chapter Two. Okay, <laughs> I figured it'd be fun. I I I know I've seen the first one. You haven't seen the second one? No. Okay, that really surprises I, this me. This has been on my list for over a year, probably over a year and a half now, because I was like, "What John Wick do I watch? Like, what's the best one to show?" They're evenly reviewed, basically on IMDb, but there's three. I think four is out now, and yeah. there's gonna be a fifth. And a lot of people said two. So who were the bad guys in the first John Wick? I can't remember. Um, it was like a Russian mob. Um, right. And the the main guy's son fucked with John Wick and like killed his dog. He wanted and, his car, right? Yeah. Okay. Or something like that. Yeah. His son, or the guy's dad was like, who did you fuck with? You fucked with the boogeyman. They call him the boogeyman. And so basically the whole movie was spent hunting down his son to kill his son and get revenge because John Wick's wife died but left him that dog as a gift. They kill the dog. It's all over. And so mm -hmm. he's like, he was retired hitman. He sledgehammered the concrete in his garage and all his shit was under there. I do remember. Yeah, like, I remember that. It's just awesome concept. Probably lackluster story if I had to guess, but just dope looking fighting. You know, I think we talked about it recently, how we don't need a deep storyline when it's going to be full of action, right? Yeah, there'll be story for sure. Of course. And the acting will be pretty good. I mean, it's they put a lot of time and work into actually doing like the tactical movements and stuff like Keanu Reeves can actually shoot like that. You've seen the videos, right? Yep. Yeah, they work really hard on it, so it'll be good. and It'll be fun. All right. Well, I'm excited about this. Me too. This is not going to be a typical shitty Jack pick. <laughs> and we know that going in. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. Let's take a movie mucket pause. And we are back after watching 2017's John Wick Chapter 2. Yep. Let me give it the 50 cent tour. This movie is about John Wick... And uh, he is a all-around badass. I guess he's a hitman. Yeah, something like that. I don't. I don't know if it directly said it in the first one. It's been a long time since I've watched it. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the whole continental thing. 
is just a haven for hitmen, pretty much. So I'd say he's just a very high, highly regarded hitman. The best skills in the fucking <laughs> uh, in the whole hitman world. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's not give things away yet. Oh, as if. So he is um, finishing off a uh, last little bit of business with the Russians, which he took on in the first John Wittick. And then he's done. He's like, I'm walking away. Peace out. Going to retire again. And that lasted all of, what, about 45 minutes? Less than that. Yeah, he, he gets home. And uh, then this other dude shows up from, like, the Italian mafia and uh, I guess he had helped out John Wick at some point in his life and had gotten a, a marker. So what they described it as, so the marker, you have a bloody like thumbprint in it, and that serves as like a, the person you give it to. It's a favor they can ask whenever, and you have to do it or else you're killed. That's the rule. So John Wick gave him that marker at some point to get out of the hitman life. To go to normal life. Like he, he, the only reason he ever did that marker for him was so he could stop and try and live a normal life. When he originally did the marker for that dude? Yeah. I thought the dude saved his ass somehow and then John Wayne owed him. I mean, yeah. So, like, someone asked John, they didn't go into detail. It's not like I know everything here, but someone was like, did, is that marker? Oh, it was the lady who slit her wrists in the bathtub. She was like, was that your only way out? And he was like, yeah. So like, he didn't want to do it. No, he didn't want to kill her. You're lost. You're lost. You're lost. You're lost. <laughs> uh, no, he didn't want to kill her, but that's a completely... I'm not talking about that. So she was like, "Like, why? He's like, I had a marker from who? Oh, your brother. Right. And she was like, is that... Did you do the marker so you could get out? Yeah, because yeah, all he, he had to do was return that favor that was owed, and then he could get out. Oh, I was lost. You're lost. But you were lost, too, because you brought up something that made no sense to what I was talking about. That is not true at all. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> Sit your ass back down. I never stood up. <laughs> Stop being funny for the show. He's lying. He's faking to all y'all. <laughs> this is why everyone's Team Jack. Everyone? Yeah. Two people are Team Jack. Two people and have pledged the two their allegiance. I care to be on my team, okay? Yeah, and where are they today? Living life. Well, yeah, where has Team Jack got them now? They, they don't even have a podcast anymore. Wow. See? See, this is why they're Team Jack. You're you, so fucking rude. You hitch your wagons to, to Team Jack's horses, and look what happens, man. You're 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 just you're out of the podcasting world. You have a child and you have a <laughs> fruitful life. Oh man. We're talking, of course, about our uh, podcasting BFFs, uh my Chris and Cook Captain Erica. Podcasting BFFs. And the youngin that they brought into this world. I think Vince, frankly, from what he said off mic. I don't think he really ever liked them. What did I say off mic? You said that Chris is just a big nerd. Really? Who can go suck it. And you just said Erica was so annoying. Oh, yeah. And that their baby's ugly. Oh, stop that right now. That's (laughs) fucking terrible. I've never seen their baby. Oh, dude. Yeah, you have. I showed you a picture. Oh, (laughs) I was about to be like, I don't remember. Hang on. Obviously, I remembered the face. 
Hang on, my, my, my phone's buzzing. Looks like there's a $7 million hit on you now. Oh. Chris just put out. <laughs> I'll take care of that as soon as this uh, episode's over. Okay. <laughs> you could never, because then you couldn't make it the trillions we're making off this. You're nothing without me. You wouldn't even be in this world. <laughs> I didn't well, if take mom, your mother to bed. Mom banged another dude. Hopefully it would be me without the mental problems. <laughs> that would be cool. All right. So anyway, uh, this guy maybe a bigger dick too says that you have to uh, <laughs> murder my sister, and um, and then you can live a, a free life. Mm-hmm. So John's basically like, no, fuck you. I'm retired. So dude blows up his house. Yeah. And so he wants to kill that guy, but the only way he can do that is if he takes care of the hit that the guy wants him to do. Because if then, you kill the holder of the marker. You also die. Yeah, but after it's over, free game. Yeah, so after he takes care of the dude's sister, then he can come after the dude. Yeah, Santino. Yeah, so he does. He ultimately kills the sister, and then he decides, all right, I'm coming after you now, Santino, and he does, and shit gets crazy. Santino puts a $7 million hit out on him, and evidently everybody in the state of New York are actually hit men and hit women. Yeah. But John takes care of him, and in the end, he gets Santino. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see what the internet has to say. Retired super assassin John Wicks plans to resume a quiet civilian life or cut short when Italian gangster Santino D'Antonio shows up on his doorstep with a gold marker compelling him to repay past favors. Ordered by Winston, the kingpin of the Secret Assassin Society, the Continental, to respect the organization's ancient code, Wick reluctantly accepts the assignment to travel to Rome to take out D'Antonio's sister, the ruthless capo atop the Italian Camorra crime syndicate. That felt like it was one sentence, man. (laughs) I do not see any periods in there. Damn. It it makes it seem like there's just a ton of different crime syndicates out there in the world. Mm -hmm. Okay, so out of the, the major ones, like, um, say the Italian mafia, the Mexican mafia cartel, Russian, the, the Russians, the Yakuza, and then the, the tiger mafia, which <laughs> ones do you think are the, are the baddest? Like, just kind of rank uh, those. I mean, last night watching <laughs> who killed captain Alex on YouTube. Yes. Um, the tiger mafia is pretty scary. They seem to come back from the dead. Uh-huh. Can they uh, stand up to commando though? <laughs> I don't know. He didn't finish it because your fucking candy ass fell asleep. Oh yeah, I was I was tired. <laughs> um, so look it up on YouTube. What's it called? Who killed Captain Alex? It's a Ugandan action-packed movie. Yes, it's thirty minutes. No, it's an hour. It's an hour. I we made got it 30, 30, minutes. thirty minutes. But you know what? I was enjoying the shit out I of was it. Too. I just couldn't keep my eyes open. It had nothing to you're do. You're just tired. Yeah. It's one of those movies, like, at the start, you're like, fuck. Like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. Because the, the narrator. Oh, it's the, so great. The, their narrator's voice, <laughs> it's not, like, mixed with the movie. So he'll be narrating, but at the same time, when they didn't have subtitles for characters, he'll be playing those characters. And not always very well. No. Sometimes it's, like, a little over the top and annoying his commentary, but most of the time... It was just pretty good. Yeah, fit like a glove. I've been dying all day to see who killed Captain Alec. I do want to finish that. <laughs> I really do. I'm, we're going to finish it. It's like, In all honesty, yes, it's a horrible movie, but it's not at all at the same time, you know? like It's horrible as in the budget was fucking negative $45, 
and the the acting's not good. There's nothing <laughs> like a, a. It reminds me of the film that I made when I was in college. <laughs> Just you know, directed by a, a college kid with with what he had, and you know just shots that you tried to make look really cool and different. You know, you're trying to put your own director yeah. style on it and stuff like that. But you talk about it being a crappy movie and it was, it's a terrible, terrible movie. <laughs> yeah. Terribly made. Blood Fart Lake is a terrible movie. Yeah, that's true. Blood Fart Lake gets like a zero because it wasn't really entertaining at all. No. Who Killed Captain Alex was entertaining it's, as hell. It's It's nostalgic as well because who didn't play pretend when they were a kid? That's what it reminds me of. Because yeah, you got had... all your friends together in camo shirts. Yeah, and like you make a, a weapon. Mm-hmm. That you see a stick that looks like a gun, and so you carry it around. That's what that makes me think of. That it's just like a if I had like twenty friends whenever I was like eight years old that I could just take out, and some of us would dress like gangsters, and mm-hmm. some of us would dress like commandos. We would have, like, whenever the the people were walking and he's, like, hiding up above. I know. (laughs) That's something I would have fucking thought was awesome. Yeah, yeah. It just, it takes you back a little bit. It's very, very entertaining. It's free, by the way. Yeah. It's not like a YouTube premium kind of thing. Yeah, who killed Captain Alex? And that's a perfect way to describe it. Like a bunch of kids out playing pretend war commandos versus mafia. It's it's so right on. (laughs) And somebody just happened to to film it. Oh man. Okay, so um Italian, Mexican, Russian, Yakuza. Obviously Tiger's very top. Mm Mm-hmm. So put those in order. (sighs) I mean there's definitely more big ones, but I guess those are like the name brand. Mm -hmm. Um and keep in mind we are going to offend all but one of them, probably. I would put Yakuza at the top. Okay. Uh, they're the scariest. Because um, they have uh, samurai swords and... Well, uh, they'll, like, cut your pinky off. Okay. You, you don't think the fucking well, Italian I mean, mafia won't cut yeah, your pinky but, off, too? But the Italian, like, I guess Italian would be... So, okay, so the way I would think in my head, I don't know anything about these three gangster groups. I would think Russians would give the least amount of fucks about honor and doing things the right way. I feel like they would just be some drunk bastards looking to shoot people and fuck their girlfriend. I would have put them higher. I don't know. I, I wasn't done explaining my all thing. Right, all right. F- they're like, fuck honor. Then I would say Italians, they're in between Yakuza and Russians. Like, they're, they're still crazy, but if you, like, mess with the family bloodline, if you give me a bad name, I'll beat the shit out of you, whatever. Like, they say that to their sons and nephews and shit. But the Yakuza, like, they get their insanity and lethality and scariness from honor. Like, they're, I feel like they have the most rules, but if you break the rules, they have the worst consequences. Like, I feel like they're going to chop you up and send your body to your family in the mail. They scare me. They're like the extreme business side of with all the bloodlines that matter and all that shit. That scares me a lot. So they're your number one? Yeah, because okay. they won't fuck up. What about the Mexican uh, cartel? <sighs> Obviously, they're fucking monsters. The, I would be the most scared around a cartel, I guess, because there's a trillion videos of them cutting people's heads off for fun, uh, and I know that I would not be an exception. Yeah, they'll drive down the street and just throw the heads out. Yeah. Just like, to kind of warn people. 
Okay, so I'll put Russia last. Okay. Cartel at the top, then Yakuza, then Italian. Okay. All right. I mean, Cartel, like, they have no boundaries. Yakuza have honor. They're not just going to fucking treat you like that unless you do something to them, you know? But the Cartel is just looking for anything that moves so they can take their rusty machete to the back of their neck, you oh, know? Oh, gosh. Like, they're, they are ruthless. I'm just going to say that they're all number one. You know, okay. So nice um, fucking cop out. Jack's the one who. Uh, this was not an ask, Jack, dumbass. Uh, uh, uh. And that was ask Jack. Okay. <laughs> You're a cop out piece of shit, man. And this is why everyone's team Jack. Full circle. Two people. The two people that matter. <laughs> Eric, I want a formal email written to moviemugging at gmail that I'll never read out loud. <laughs> but I will go downstairs and look on your computer at night no, and read through your email. No, he won't. I also want one from Mike. Mike from Pennsylvania, please. After you shit on his movie? There's no way. <sighs> you didn't like it either. <laughs> All right, so John Wick, is it really Johnny Utah? What do you mean? I mean, is it is it Johnny Utah left the FBI? To become an assassin? Uh-huh, no. and changed his last name. No chance. I mean, they're both named John. That uh, you think that's just a coincidence? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you give up a little. John bit. is like one of the most common names. But why are people who um, pay prostitutes called Johns? Have you ever heard that? Oh no! You've never heard that? No. Yeah. the 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 customers are called Johns for some reason. It's a very common name. And and when prostitution first came out, like... What do you mean first came out? Yeah. Prostitution's <laughs> probably been a thing since fucking vaginas and currency existed well, yeah. at the same time. But there was probably just one prostitute at the time, and the only one that went there was John, and they were like, there goes John again. There goes John. And then another guy showed up, and they were all, I guess that's another John. And then so I guess over time, they were come to be known as Johns. That seems like a good theory. Okay. Let's look it up real quick, because I am curious about that. And you didn't even know it. Why? Because it sounds stupid. Why can't they just be called paying customers? Who use prostitutes? I don't know. (laughs) Called Johns. I don't know how else you would put that. All right. The term for John may have originated from the frequent customer practice of giving one's name as John, a common English name, in an effort to maintain (laughs) anonymity. Okay. But do prostitutes really ask your name? I don't know. They don't give a shit, right? I don't know. And, th- and they're like, what do I moan? <laughs> John. But that wouldn't be a turn on. Like you're, you're banging somebody and they're moaning somebody else's name. That would be like the opposite. <laughs> I've never really viewed sex with a prostitute as something in depth. Like who gives a fuck about screaming your name or whatever? Like, I don't know. I feel like you just go there to come as soon as possible and then leave, right? Like you don't want to cuddle. Maybe afterwards? not. Maybe not everybody. Well, that's an extra fucking hundred bucks or whatever. No, not if you like pay them for like thirty minutes of, of their time. <laughs> you know, you nut in five, and you're just gonna have <laughs> awkward conversation after that. So, uh, how's it going? You know, what do you, like, what do you like to do outside tip. of uh, fucking people for money? You know, <laughs> what's your favorite food? Some prostitutes fucking they have to. I've watched plenty of interviews on YouTube. There's this dude who just interviews anyone, uh, drug addicts, inbred families, 
all sorts of stuff, uh, past gangsters. And he's done plenty of prostitutes. And I've heard some of their stories. <laughs> so have I. I've seen where he, he makes a video about somebody, then has a follow-up, and he's like, yeah, the video's made like 30000 How How have you been spending it? Like, he'll do that. A very nice person. But it's just, it's sad to see some of the lives. Yeah, okay, well, thanks for taking the humor out of <laughs> out of where we just were. You're the one making fun. I wasn't making fun. I was simply asking some questions. Kidding. Yeah, I've seen somebody on YouTube who who goes around and he gives money to some homeless people, and he'll do like a whole story. They'll go get them a haircut, then put them up in a motel, and then they'll set up like a GoFundMe for them and then just give the money to them. <laughs> I've seen one. It's a guy from Full Send, which is like... I'm pretty sure that brand is just for, like, partying college kids. Full send is, like, a motto, like a don't stop, just go crazy kind of thing. And he found a homeless guy, and he got him a haircut, got him a hotel room shower, gave him a bunch of money, took him out to a really nice dinner, and he took him to a a massage place that gives happy endings. (laughs) <laughs> like a, it's a nice thing to do. A very nice thing to do. Wish somebody would do all that for me. And it was like, I don't know. It was, I thought it was a very interesting video. Like, wow, yeah. like that's definitely the frat guy take on helping out a homeless man. Yeah. I, I his name is Steve Will Do It. it <laughs> yeah. Okay. And like his his intro on his YouTube, it's a bunch of different clips of him doing stuff, but one of them is a prosthetic leg that goes like onto the knee. There's a beer. He, someone had poured a beer in the part that connects on the knee and he was drinking it out of that. Wow. Drinking it out of a shoe. I think that's called doing a shoey. Yeah. When I was in the army, the guy drank a a couple beers out of an old jungle boot. That's disgusting. Oh my gosh. It was his own, but yeah, it's, that is so gross. It's bad. I have that on video. (laughs) <laughs> it just smells like Dude, sweat and shit. I had a video camera in the army and we used to travel around Germany. Well, okay. So the first video that I sent home was us traveling around, you know, taking video of like, uh, the cathedrals mm-hmm. and the art and the cobblestone streets. And that's and, the last sober video your parents yeah, received. After that, it, they were all drunk and disorderly. <laughs> just, we really need to sit down at some point, maybe this summer, and you you need to watch some of those videos. I want to. I think you would uh, you would enjoy a lot of it. I think uh, I I, I probably cannot... have mom far away. I, she hasn't seen them. Well, no, yeah, I'm saying she probably oh. probably nobody wants her to. Yeah, including I, her. I hope they still work. I don't know how long videos last. It's been a long time. I don't know. I think I got out of the army like fucking 29 years ago or something. I'm fucking old, man. I'm fucking old. So so the bad guys, uh, number one, because they always have like the most allegiant or the most badass person next to him or something like yeah. that. He's the last line of defense. So remember the guy in The Gentleman? The, I can't remember what his name was. He was fucking awesome. I love that guy. He was a great number two. He had a beard. He had that fucking machine gun oh, under his thing. And, yeah, yeah. yeah he, the one who talked to Fletcher the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So in this one, they had a female. And I'm all for a female because in uh, the, the Kingsman... I was about to say Kingsman with the fucking sharp feet thing. That was fucking awesome. You gotta I give him something her. cool, though. Yeah, but this one in the... Uh, she was hard to look at, and she went down quick, too. It's one of those things where... Terrible miscast. N- know your movie. Yeah. This is John Wick. This is not... Like, John Wick takes down everybody. All The entire world of assassins is, is hunting him in this movie, 
and he's killing everybody with ease. Mm -hmm. Like, even a big sumo guy, he destroyed that dude. He had to shoot him, like, 14 times, though. Uh, Yeah, but still, like, an opponent you have to shoot that many times so you stand no chance in hand-to-hand combat with? It it showed him beat that guy easily. He killed three guys with a pencil in this movie and is rumored to have done the same thing in a bar at some point in the John Wick timeline. And then all this lady has is... One of those daggers that looks like a kunai, but it has a like a palm grip, so it goes between your uh, knuckles, and a pistol. It's like she's not gonna last. We were thinking the whole time, like even a fucking eight foot tall, like nine hundred pound giant would not stand a chance against John Wick. How is this lady with no special attributes gonna stand a chance too? Yeah, it. It'd she be, didn't. It'd be one thing if throughout the movie they would have showed her doing some stuff, like, was real badass. She didn't because, do anything. No. I mean, but, She was watching him. She did sign language. And when she was chasing him, she had, like, five guys with assault rifles surrounding her, walking like she was the president. Don't hear me wrong. I'm not trying to say that a woman couldn't be in that position me and, neither. Be, and be awesome at it, because she could be just as badass with weapons, at hand-to-hand combat, but she brought a big bag of nothing to this yeah. movie, and it was just a really, really strange casting and just a, a character. I feel like in action movies like this, if there's like a, a woman badass role, they always have some sort of crazy, fast martial arts type stuff. Like, look at Catwoman. Look at um that girl from Kingsman. Like, they have something crazy or like a black widow she'll like fucking like jump and instead of like sit on their shoulders but from the front and then like do a backflip and slam them on the ground shit like that this lady had nothing i'd be okay with black widow sitting yeah, on my okay. shoulders from the everyone front. yes everyone yeah. knows that every that's, man would be fine with that's that. the way i want to go but like in this movie i was left worrying since we didn't get to see her fight I said it, I was like, oh, is she going to fight? Like, she's a cyborg or something. She's going to have metal knuckles, and she's going to, like, go to punch him and punch through a wall super hard or something. Like, I was, since I didn't know what she had, I was worried constantly that it was going to be a really long-winded fight between the two of them. It was, she, I don't know why she was in the movie. I don't either. There didn't need to be a right-hand man. It just didn't. So I would say, take her out of the movie. She doesn't exist. No right-hand man exists. The movie's the exact same. Yeah, it really is. That's like, why I'm saying. You don't even need one. All right, so so most of this movie is basically John Wick killing people. Yeah. What do you think the kill count was? It was in the hundreds. I don't know. I don't even have a guess. Well, that is uh, not acceptable. 124. Damn, you're off by four. 128? Yeah, 128. Cool. Pretty good. And what I really like about John Wick is he double and triple taps everybody. Yeah. <laughs> everybody. And the gun sounds were phenomenal. And the gun play was yes, phenomenal. Yes, and when they're in the catacombs fighting, he destroyed so many people in there. The shotgun. The, the shotgun diff- sounded so cool. The different weapons and the echoes, and it was just, it was so fun watching all these action scenes. He... It was just one after another, just shooting people, and it, it was it was so entertaining to watch all that. And it was that the entire time. Yeah, but he he made it through the catacombs after he uh, killed the dude's sister, and then when Santino realizes that he's still alive, he puts a seven million dollar hit out on John Wick, and so now 
John Wick's walking down the streets of New York and all these people's phones are buzzing that uh, there's a $7 million bounty on him. And everyone knows who he is. And so the streets are just legendary. coming alive with assassins. And it was it was just a lot of fun seeing him just work his way through all of them, which, I don't know, that, that was a little ridiculous that there's that many assassins that are just hanging out. It's just right it's there. A different, it's in the universe. And it's all this is all near the Continental. It's a huge hub for assassins. It attracts people from all over. The Russians are there. Everyone knows of this place. So I don't, I don't find that to be that crazy. Speaking of the, um, the female assassin, the right, Santino's right-hand person, mm-hmm. you know who else was absolutely unnecessary in this? Who? Morpheus. Yeah, I don't know why he was in this. Was he in the first one? I don't, I don't think uh, so. I don't know. So John Wick, the way he gets away from all these assassins is he throws one of his gold coins in a, a beggar's cup and uh, the beggar covers him up, and then he says, take me to him. And so they go underground where there's all these other people dressed as homeless people, and they uh, take him before uh, Lawrence Fishburne, Morpheus. Mm-hmm. Who's their leader. And it was just, I don't know, that that whole back and forth between them and Morpheus was just, ah, ha, 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 why yeah. should I help you, John Wick? You gave me this scar. And yeah, and it's then, just, I think he went to Lawrence Fishburne on it, you know? Yeah. He's, he's a weird dude. When I look at him in, in any role, not Morpheus, I'm unsettled. He's an unsettling individual, mm-hmm. I feel like. Like, I feel like he's batshit in real life. <laughs> maybe. He didn't belong in this movie at all. And, and I think maybe. He and Keanu Reeves are, are good friends uh, because they were in the Matrix together, and I think he just threw him a bone. So I think it was like, right, I, hey, I, I just got my my fourth divorce, and and uh, you know I'm going to have to to pay all this child support or something. And, I don't think uh, he took away from the movie. No, I'm I'm not saying that that he really took off any points or anything. I I just think it was a two hour movie, and what was the point of that? And and what's the point the of point all of these that, homeless assassins? What what's the what's they the, keep an eye on the streets? Okay, I, I think that's fine. I don't know. It just seemed weird to me. It it seemed unnecessary to me. I I feel like shooting people eight times is unnecessary. You don't find that unnecessary. No, but it just was weird for the storyline for that to be in it. It didn't uh, add anything. Okay, he, so he had a- to escape, and there's a guy who can help him out and send him to all these places, and he has a big. He seemingly has control over tons of people, a big force, and a big part of the city. He can get you through the underground to go where you need to go. I don't know. I thought I thought that was fine. I mean, I think the only it could have been anybody, but it was Morpheus. It, like I feel like that's the only part that is really bringing all your attention to it. That that it stands out or that it's weird. Yeah, maybe. Is but because it was Morpheus. Like if it was anybody else, it would have been fine i think his acting was terrible too his i all i noticed was the laugh the laugh was bad but otherwise i felt like it was fine i don't really don't have anything else that i really want to touch on in my notes so i have a feeling that we're going to talk quite a bit when we uh get into favorite parts so uh favorite parts i mean this whole movie was basically one long uncut scene of headshots and body shots and judo throws and stabs and groin slices I know. That was nasty. The guy kept on fighting after he got a fucking knife up his balls. Yeah, I would have been like, yeah, I'm, uh-huh. <laughs> we're chilling here. Yeah, but tap truce, out. Truce, truce, truce. Yeah, it's impossible to nail down one favorite part. Um, 
the catacombs were awesome. I liked when he gets on the subway and him and that other assassin guy, they have to duke it out, but when, when? They're just staring at each other, slowly moving closer as each stop, and then they do fight, and John Wick stabs him in the aorta, and he's like, move the knife out, and you'll bleed to death. Leave it in, do whatever. And the subway driver automated voice, whatever is says, this is the end of the line. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, cheesy kind of, but it uh, worked it so worked well. It so well. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It, it was kind of like a one-liner, but the way it was set up, it was, it was perfect. I, yeah. I really enjoyed that part too. I thought the buildup was good where John Wick is starting to get ready. Yeah. And he goes to the uh, tailor to get a couple of suits awesome. and they they basically design them to be completely bulletproof. I love the questions they ask. Is this uh for a social or formal mm-hmm. gathering? Like uh, is this going to be for a day or night? And what kind of linings would you like? And he's like tactical. And then he he goes to the uh, the the wine guy. What are those people called? The the wine connoisseurs. Um, I don't know. Somewhere. Wino. No. Um, I don't know. They they have some fancy name. Which I mean, we're not fancy people. So no. wine's gross. Wine is gross. But that guy's the weapons guy. And John is like, I would like a tasting. I know. I don't know why they... <laughs> it's cool, though. Can I fucking talk about my favorite parts or what? Well, you're leaving out the cool parts I was of about to go part. over it and how he's basically ordering things off the menu. Well, I'll have dessert, and that happened to be knives, and yeah. I'm sorry. When I feel like you're going to leave it out because you're saying it in the wrong order, <laughs> then I feel like I have to jump in and help you out. All I it'll said make your, was that... It'll make he, your part at least a little bit comparable to my favorite part because my favorite part's always better. Okay, well, all I said was that he went to that guy and that was the the, the weapons guy and then I could have gone into how he ordered it, but no, you had to fucking jump well, in. Well, you said it in the wrong order. It. I didn't say I it in the wrong order. I might have jumped the gun just a tiny bit. Who the fuck can be Team Jack? He interrupts. Clearly He's the rude. good people. I'm a, I only interrupt and I'm rude because of the upbringing I received and the mental health disorder that I also received. <laughs> So, a.k.a. your fault and your fault, old man. Uh, if I could have a do-over. Then, yeah, if I was you, I'd take it. I think my favorite part was the battle in the catacombs. Um, because oh, uh- <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Because he knew that shit was going to go down. And he took all of his weapons and he started stashing them in different places uh, that he could pick up on his getaway. <laughs> Don't even look at me while I'm talking. (laughs) So he goes there to kill the sister. She ends up slicing her own wrist, which, fuck, that's hard to watch. I cannot stand watching people do that. She did it from, like, where your hand starts, basically down to your elbow with this sharp knife. And made no face, didn't grimace at all, then then got in the pool. We didn't see her buttocks. There were no buttocks in this movie. It said it on Mormon Mothers. I didn't really want to see her buttocks. I, yeah. But you know what? She had a lot of room in her upper butt where normally you would expect to see crack. I did notice that. Like you, she had her lower back, and then where her butt should have started, it didn't quite start. Like her, well, I didn't notice that. Like her, her crack was further down than I think most people's are on most people's butts. <laughs> okay. Because I was expecting to see her butt. 
right? I was too. Because the fucking thing I read in the Mormon Mother. And I thought they were low enough to show the butt, but the crack just wasn't where it was supposed to be. I thought so too. Okay, there you go. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But anyway, he he, uh, ends up uh, finishing off the the sister with a bullet to the head. She was already dead. I don't know why he shot her in the head. I guess to prove that he was the one who finished her off. I guess So he could clear the mark or whatever. Yeah. And so he's on his way out, and he runs into, was it Cassius or Cassian? They clearly knew each other. Yeah, they're both assassins, and Cassian is, like, surprised to see him. He's like, John Wick, what are you doing here? Are you working? Yeah, everyone Yeah, I am. You working? Yeah. And uh, so at that point, I think they knew that they were going to be dueling it out. And and I love the duel between those two. They were a very even match. The the hand-to-hand in this, I like it was more than just punching. There was a lot of flipping and stuff. Like he trained judo or something. And I'd like to see more of that in fights. I I like the fists and I like the kicks and stuff, but I I enjoyed a lot of the throwing in this as well. The hand-to-hand in this movie was good. Every fighting part of this movie was good. But the hand-to-hand, I feel like the flips were overplayed a lot. Well, there were a lot of Way them. Way too many flips. Because you're not used to them, I think. What I like to see is more like brutal punches. Like this, the hand-to-hand in this, it made sense for it not to be super fast-paced because he's all tired. He's already killed fucking 80 guys in this scene. Obviously, he's not going to be moving like the man from nowhere. I like a fast-paced hand-to-hand fight. I feel like that's a lot nicer to watch. And the while there was like bone crunch noises in this movie he a broke, little bit. He broke it, some arms. It wasn't satisfying for me to watch. Huh. I feel like it wasn't as like gritty or it wasn't like gritty or visceral seeming. It just seemed like it was that punch hard? Seemed like it might have been. Rather than like, oh fuck. Like he just punched the fuck out of that guy, you know? Like it would have been nicer if big hand-to-hand sections if everything actually had more of an impact all right so getting back to the catacombs santino is is going to kill him he he doesn't want this dude to get away with killing his sister even though he hired him it's to do so it stupid so he set him up and there's man uh, out of the 128 people he killed there had to be what 65 of them in the catacombs probably yeah, probably they just kept coming and kept coming and you saw earlier that John Wick was putting all these guns on a holster and all these magazines. So he he had tons of pistols. All this ammo. Oh, man. And he was just shooting people left and right and, and double and triple tapping, which was fantastic. And then he was retreating on the path that he knew he was going to. And so then he gets around the corner and right about the time he needs it, he's got his AR mm-hmm. and he starts kicking ass with that. And then he's retreating more. And then he has some fucking super ass shotgun. It's a... Uh- it looked like an M1014. They said, I don't remember what they said it was in this movie. It wasn't that name, but it's a semi-auto big boy shotgun, like, oh, rip man. you apart. It was so fun to see him use that and to hear it. And some Very people, he would, he would shoot low, and I'm just imagining just blowing off people's legs. And Yeah, your, your God, leg is... It sounded so great. Takes the meat off the bone. So although the catacomb fighting was by far my favorite part, not, not to say that him fighting on the streets of New York wasn't, wasn't good as well, but man, the catacombs were, were fucking awesome. That's where, that's where it was at. I, I loved, I was very satisfied with the amount of blood in this movie. Wow. Cause I mean, some movies when I'm in the mood and they, they overdo it where you like, 
if someone gets shot in the head, it's like a fucking instant blow up river. There's blood covering every surface within the next square mile. Like a Django Unchained. Yeah, which some movies it works. In this movie, all his moves are all like cold and calculated and like he's just some master. So if there was just a thousand buckets of blood per gunshot wound, it would cheapen it, I think. But the fact that if he shot someone in the eye, you would see the like a fucking sploosh of blood come out the back of their head and like go upwards or whatever. And then that was it. And then they were down on the ground. I liked seeing I liked seeing that. It was just all the shots and stabs and stuff I feel like had a good amount of blood tied to them. Sploosh. Wonder if that's a CSI comes in the room. Where's the blood sploosh? It's back here on the wall, sir. <laughs> uh all right, bucket of chicken. And Keanu Reeves. I mean, he makes a great John Wick. He's an awesome guy. And I loved watching his training videos where he actually is out in a in the field or in the range. And one of those ranges where you walk through it and shoot the targets. And he's doing all these tactical reloads. And he's really aiming with, like, the he'll do the angled aim sometimes, like 45 degrees or whatever. He's doing that. Like, he's just so dedicated. And it must be a lot of fun for him, too. So yeah, it just goes to him. I'm lucky you. You get to play John Wick. Yeah, he gets my bucket of chicken too. Uh, I'm just thinking of all the hours spent with the choreography of this movie. and just, So many deaths that you got to do. I mean, just the fucking dedication that that he had to have to, to this movie and this role. Yeah, man. Bucket, and he's bucket older of too. Yeah. And, all those moves he's doing. I mean, he's what? Your age? A little older? No, he's not older than me. Can't, could he be? I think he is. I think he's 50, 55. Holy shit, he's 57 years old. I knew he was old, yeah. So how old was he when this came out? This is 2017, so yeah, I minus five. I'm a math He was idiot. 52, he's your age. Oh, shit. Could you have done this? So <laughs> Could we, you have done this movie right now? So we... You, you, <laughs> you'd have to be in a lot better shape to not be sore. However, so we got an Oculus 2. Oh yeah, and and there's this game called Pistol Whip, which which we got, and you're basically John Wick in it. You you yeah. got you're wielding two pistols, and you're just shooting all these people you're coming out. And, dodging. and if you play it on regular or hard, man, they're all over the place, and bullets are flying toward you, and you're having to squat and move to the yeah. side. I mean, I, I think if I do that for another couple months, <laughs> then yeah, man, sign me up for John Wick Six. You know, kind of like Bond. Yeah. There's a different actor that plays Bond every now and then. John Wick will end and, whenever. And so I I, I figure. When Keanu's done, call me up, man. Call me up. I will be ready. I, w- I will dedicate myself to playing Pistol Whip every day for like 30 minutes. That is not enough of a <laughs> not commitment. That's a pretty fucking cool game, though. If you, if you or me as well did one day of shooting, like film shooting for John Wick, we would need like a week plus off. Yeah. We'd be sore forever. Oh, man. I I played Pistol Whip for, I don't know, about 35 minutes today, and there was a lot of squatting. You watched me in in the last little part, and I, man, I'm going to be feeling it tomorrow. Blade and Sorcery, that's where it's at. 
Yeah. I don't love that as much as you do. You're just an evil, evil person. <laughs> okay, no, I'm not. So, so blood, and so, blade, and blade and sorcery. You actually have like knives and swords and axes. It's like medieval fighting. Yeah, and and your sister came over the other day, and, and we did the Google Chromecast so she could see what's going on. Yeah, and, and Jack is just grabbing people by the head and just stabbing them in the head and bashing their head against the wall. There and, is um, gosh. in the arena map. There's uh, disturbing. There's like these spikes. <laughs> There's like the classic like wooden spike barriers that you would see around a fort. And there's also like this grid that has a bunch of spikes on it. And you can just grab someone by the head and slam their head on it. Yeah, it was one of those things to where she was dying laughing watching. But I think at the same time, there was a little horrifiedness to it. And I, it's... Wouldn't, wouldn't it be fun, though? Because you remember it's, when you... It's a fun game. Like, you could go to GameStop and, like, Resident Evil 4 would be there. You could play it for a little it's bit. the first or, time I ever played Resident Evil 4. Yeah, you got your head sawed off. I and was, I was like, stop! I was way Jack, too stop. young. But you know how, like, some stores you go into, not as much anymore, but they would have video games set up where you could kind of play. Yeah, like and a, would a big watch. Walmart. Yeah. yeah. I mean, can you just imagine getting on that blade and sorcery or whatever it's called, and, yeah. and people are walking by, and you're just bashing uh, somebody's head against uh, the wall? Yeah. <laughs> just the horrified looks, and I, people I, covering I, their kids' I eyes. I it up, though. Oh, like, I know. Because usually I would, would have liked to have had an axe and just been tasteful, like grab someone by the head and just start <sighs> chopping them. <laughs> but since she was watching, I was like, I got to do the good stuff. Just, I wanted that shock value for her to see. Yeah, it was that shocking, I'm a man. Beast. Yeah, it was shocking. Man, that, that Oculus, it's, it's fun, man. It's, it's worth it's, it for it's sure. It's really, really fun. And that is quite a workout. I'm going to put my running watch on next time I play. See how uh, many calories you burn? No, I want to see what my heart rate gets up to. Because, high. Yeah, because I know, like, like you're breathing hard because you're ducking and their targets are and popping you, up everywhere and you're having you to shoot. You don't even hear yourself breathing hard no, no. Un until there's a break mm -hmm. in the action. You're like, yeah. shit, I'm fucked up right now. Oh, man. But it, but it's fun because you kind of pissed me off today. You were supposed to get up early and we were yeah. supposed to record this thing earlier and you wouldn't fucking get out of bed. So I you, had to... You got... Okay, to be fair, you got unproportionately angry my alarm, so I, I said like 11.15 or 11.30 a.m. last night. Yeah, but we, we had a conversation last I, night about yeah. what we were going to do. And I had an alarm already set because of work for 11.40, so I was like, I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm too tired. I want to go to bed So now. you already decided that so, you're going to sleep an extra 40 minutes or 30 minutes. It was 20 minutes. I, I said 11.15 or 30, so that's 10 minutes-ish, something like that. All right, continue your and, lie. Uh, yeah, Okay. So I had been awake for maybe 40 minutes or you, you had woken me up like once or twice calling into the room once or twice. I don't know. But then you were really mad and it was like, it was not it, once or it, twice. It hadn't even been an hour since my alarm went off. And I remember you were saying like, oh, we could start this thing like one o'clock, two o'clock, maybe. No, probably, probably earlier though. No, I you, said one or one thirty. And it wasn't even one or one thirty, and it was but, like well, here's twelve the deal. fourteen. You can't and, transition. And you from, were fucking getting so mad, and I was like, "That makes you in a I, worse mood. That puts me in a bad mood." Now we just can't do no, it for a couple hours. You would not wake up. You kept going back to sleep. If I would have left you alone, you would fucking still be sleeping. Okay, no, so I had I, to keep I, fucking waking you up. It's seven uh, uh, eleven right now, by the way, folks. I, I had to keep fucking waking you up, and you kept going back to sleep and back to sleep. You're lucky I came down for you, the groceries. You can't go from, I just woke up, to 
Welcome to Movie Muggin. You yeah, can. You, you can. gotta get up and you have to be up for a while before we can even can fucking talk from, to you. Oh, I'm getting yelled at by my dad. I'm, my dad. I'm yelling at my son. Neither of us can go from that to welcome to Movie Muggin. No, but you at least have to fucking wake <laughs> up to even get to a point to where you can. So I was tired of trying to wake your ass up. And I was tired so, of you trying to wake my ass so up. So I got pissed off and, and I went downstairs and I played some Oculus and I did a little John Wick and Pistol Whip. You're pretending they were all me. And I felt really fucking good afterwards so if you're ever having a bad day at work you know come home and pretend the play people Blade are your, your bosses yeah. or whatever pretend they're your boss I, and then you can really you get you can pin their body to the ground with the sword and just rip their leg off yeah is it a healthy way to take out your aggression probably not but at the same time uh, it's not real violence it's so, definitely yes. a healthy way no, a therapist well, would tell you hurting others or hurting yourself or doing violent things like even my therapist even said like some people will say to like go home punch your pillow but try not to associate anger with the act of punching or doing anything like that cuz yeah. then it develops a relationship between the two mm -hmm. and you don't want that but if it's a video game and it lets you blow off steam in my opinion it doesn't matter what it is and have you, fun and you weren't really a puncher of the pillow you were more of a, a biter of the pillow <laughs> to kind of make yourself no. feel better the only cloth thing i bit was a uh, the couch? The couch, yeah. I bit a hole in the couch when I was a kid. You bit a controller, too. Oh, yeah. I bit controllers. Yeah. But once I graduated to actually having... Punching holes like, in walls. Realizing I didn't want to... Like, it hurts your teeth. <laughs> and But I got strong enough to grab a controller and push it inward from both sides, mm -hmm. and it blew up in the middle. You should just got a $50 bill and ripped it in, like, hundreds <laughs> of pieces, because that's what you did. Man, well, it's better than breaking the monitor or TV or game system or desk. I'd yeah. rather break a controller than anything. And there's one controller I threw, and I bounced it off the ground, and it hit the wall, and that thing broke. I was kind of proud of the one I imploded, because that was... I've never been, like... A strong individual, like I'm just like regular, I guess. But I got so mad that I was like, ah, and boom, and it just the, the buttons I like, hit me in the face and it broke in half. And I was like, that was like, damn, I don't have a controller anymore, but that was awesome. You need to go on the road with those church guys who like bend frying pans in half and be like, and here's <laughs> well, Jack, no, they, and you get a fucking PS5 controller, and you're just... They got to make me mad. Yeah. They, they make me play 2v2 in Rocket League. That's the game I broke my controllers <laughs> over, was Rocket League. I've never broken a, a controller over any other game. Only Rocket League. I used to get so upset with you because you would get so upset with a game. It would make you so angry, but you would keep playing it. It's a, It was addictive. We, we had to take away Super Smash Brothers from you one time. Okay, because you that got... was right after my trip to the fucking mental hospital. Of course it fucked me. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was right after. Because I found the stud in the wall. Um, because I didn't want to damage the wall. But I also wanted to hurt myself, so you, I found the stud, and I would punch the shit out of did it. Did you actually use a stud finder to find the stud? No, I just... Did I, it tapped? The, I, I, no, I, I punched the wall. I guess I found it accidentally. I punched it, and I realized that is rock solid, and that hurt real bad. Yeah. It's better than... You come from a long line of punchers. Better than razor blades, I'll tell you that. I, gradu I graduated. Gosh. That's what... That's called progress right there. <sighs> we'll leave it there, I guess. Yeah, I don't really... I mean, I just... I'm framing it in a, a funny way because that's how I deal with my 
with anything like that. Yeah, Humor's but my coping skill. I know. This is I my, know. I'm not saying it on anybody else. Everyone else deals with it differently. Yeah. But for me, it's. I thought it was funny to say it like that. I graduated. But being a parent of a of a, a kid who self harmed, <laughs> I can't laugh at that joke, man. Oh. It it makes me think about that and. Um, yeah, I just increased the hit to $8 million. <laughs> Okay. So I don't have to hear about that anymore. Speaking of which, that hit was laughably low, in my opinion. Like, even in the first movie, they are saying John Wick is the boogeyman. He, don't mess with him or else he will kill you and everyone you will ever know, and people that you didn't know but would have if he let you keep living. Like, he's going to kill everybody. $7 million? Like, this movie was in 2017, Seven million. It's not like this movie was made so long ago that that was a ludicrous amount. But like, they compare him to the devil. You stab the devil in the back, and he's talking about John Wick. You you don't put a bounty of seven million on fucking Satan. Well, let me ask on, you a question. It's I thought that was way too low. Where were all the Leon the professionals with fucking sniper rifles? I because know. you know what. I'll uh, I'll go for that seven million dollars from a rooftop somewhere, looking through the fucking <laughs> scope of a, a a Barrett fifty cal. Yeah, I I would. I but none of them had fucking sniper rifles. In no, those. he was the only one that had. I mean, he just had an AR with a scope, yeah. so like it I'll, wasn't I'll, even a sniper. I'll put but. a GoPro on my head and and line up the shot and shoot him, and then I'll go collect my seven million dollars. I mean, pretty simple. But these guys, they like fighting with knives and pistols. Yeah, and pistols are really cool. Yeah, and they were really cool in this movie. This movie made pistols look cooler than any other movie has ever made pistols look cool. Yeah, I would agree with that. For sure. He would never shoot him in the head first either. No, That's he wouldn't. He would, which I thought about that when you were saying he like triple tapped people like 15, 20 minutes ago when we were talking about it. I was thinking in my head, it would make sense to not headshot them first because the head is a small target compared to the body. Yeah. So you disable them and then you go for the confirm. And you know, you make sure you don't miss your shot, because if you miss, then they might be able to shoot you. But if you hit them in the fucking stomach, the likelihood that they drop is going to be pretty high, and then you can shoot them in the head. That makes sense, because at first I thought, he's not being very efficient. You know, he, he it felt like he was wasting a lot of his ammo, and even though he took a shit ton of ammo with him, dude, he... He went through it. I mean, he shot, to kill those 128 people... He probably shot 600 bullets to do it. <laughs> it. It was amazing just how many. So, but but it makes sense. You, I mean, you always aim for center of mass. Yeah. Like you don't aim for a headshot. Because like, yeah, headshot is lights out 100%. But, but smaller a shot, target. a shot in the chest usually is going to be mm -hmm. lights out as well. I did like it also. You know, he got that suit made that was, uh, you know, bulletproof. Yeah. And then the other dude, Caspian or Cassian or whatever yeah. his name was, they they shot each other about 10 yards away, like, like multiple times. Yeah. They both went down, but then they both sat up and they both <laughs> realized, oh, we got the same suit. And he started, when he's running away from people, he would sometimes lift the suit, uh -huh. like a, a Count Dracula kind of thing. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, score time. I think I have to do 100. Do you? This okay. movie, I mean, it was a blast. I... I immediately wanted to turn on John Wick 3 <laughs> as soon as this thing ended because it ends with him being... Uh, so we didn't even talk about the ending. The the Continental, the big hotel or whatever, where all the hitmen live, or not live, they just go, no violence. You can't do anything there. So he basically kills everyone and then chases Satino or whatever his name is there. And he has a gun in his hand and Satino's like, 
He's been e- he's egging him on. Like you can't touch this. Me. This menu has. I could be here a long time and not eat the same meal twice. Mm-hmm. And Weston, the guy who owns the whole thing, is like, just walk away, John. And the guy's like, yeah, John, just boom, headshot him in front of everyone. And Weston's like, what have you just done? Finished it. Yeah. So then he has to go meet Weston at a park. Is it Weston or Winston? Oh, Winston. Winston. Yeah, yeah sorry. Winston. And Winston's like, sorry. Got to excommunicate you now. Every single thing provided by the Continental in my company is off limits to you. So that's the guns, his, the suits. his car guy yeah. from that was in the first movie. Oh. All of this technology, he can't use it now. And Winston was nice and gave him one hour because since John Wick killed that guy, the bounty like tripled and went international or something. Yep. So. Uh, Winston basically showed all of his power that everybody in the park stopped and looked at John and he's like, you have one hour, man. And so it ends with John being like, all right, see ya. And he was walking and then he starts running and he's limping. He's all bloody. He's still fucked up from this whole movie. And he has less than an hour from the ending scene of this movie to get ready for the fight of his life. So I was like, yeah, show me three. Yeah. You might as well have made this movie five hours because I would have sat and watched the whole I w- thing. I would have too. I absolutely like, would have. This is absolutely a 100 for that reason because yeah. I don't know. For me, I don't know that there's any movie that has a sequel that I've ever been like, yeah, put the next one on right now. Because usually I watch a two-hour movie and I'm like, yeah, I want to go talk to my friends, play a video game, go hang out, whatever. Not this one. We put on three and I would have fucking insta watched it. We've done that before on this podcast. I can't remember what movie it was. It might have been Final Destination Three. We wanted to watch Final Destination Four right away. That doesn't sound no. right, but but the, but there was three there, was that was a good movie. There there was a movie where we were like, fuck, let's watch the other one right now. Okay, that okay. I'm not I'm not sure what movie it was, but uh I'll I'll uh, I'll try to track it down. Because I I can just remember it sounds familiar. Like, let's do it right now. Like, if we had time, I think it was real, real late. I think it was like we finished like at one o'clock in the morning or something. You kind of remember? And it was like we we both kind of thought in our heads, it'll be like three thirty in the morning. Yeah, fuck. Okay, that was that wasn't that long ago. Was it not that long? ago? That was within the last, I would say, fifty, forty, maybe. We'll think about it later at yeah. night, and then we'll be like, I should write this down. No, I'll remember in the morning, and then we'll uh, so. yeah. All right, I'm giving this movie a uh, a 97. I was hoping for a high A. For I me. loved it. This movie, I mean, it's just not a hundred for me. You know, I know when a movie's a hundred, this yeah. one just isn't. But it's a high A. It was so fun. At no time was I ever really, oh come on, this is ridiculous. Even though it was fucking ridiculous and he for one three man, guys with a pencil. Yeah, to just to just go through that many trained assassins. I mean, it's fucking complete bullshit. Yeah, but it never. But at no point was I ever like, oh, come on, come on. It like, was I was into it, and I believed in him, and I just knew that he was a fucking badass that was going to kill everybody, and I was 100% okay with it, that he was yeah. fucking unbeatable. It was awesome. It was entertaining from the beginning to the end. $2.99 um, for 4K on Amazon. Yeah. Good deal. 
Good deal. Colors are nice. Good deal. All right, you got anything else? No. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 155 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. You can always go to our website, too. Um, if you'd like to, you could listen to our episodes on that. Like maybe while you're at work, you know, just uh, open up one of those tabs, uh, press play on something and just uh, listen to it and uh, gather your friends around the cubicle. They will enjoy it, too. Mm, yeah. There's also some links on our website. One of them is a Ask Jack link where you can submit a question for uh, Jack to answer. There's another one that has uh, all the movies that we've mugged alphabetically. So if you want to see if we've done one of your favorite movies, uh, just go there and check it out. And also there is one for our merch store. So you can go over there and check out what we got over there. It's a good way to support the show. I'm wearing the saltine shirt right now. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. That was a nice surprise, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Jack got home yesterday and I threw it to him and uh, he came a little in his pants, I think. Yeah, so thanks for listening and you have yourself a movie mugging day. Bye. I don't think I'll ever shave my balls.